Welcome to Let's Have the Talk. I'm Lee Cole Hey, how this is episode four. Episode 4 features my chat with Conrad. Conrad and I met when he decided to give baseball a go and we played on the same senior team while he coached his brother in the juniors. We've now progressed to become great family friends. As another guy who's grown up playing male-dominated club sport, we talked a lot about the roles clubs can play in supporting men. Good evening, Conrad. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Yeah, very good. Very good. Thank you for joining me. Uh, I think this is episode four now of the Movember podcast. Um, so, first question, how is your Mo progress at the moment? My Mo progress? Well, as you know, I rock a Mo for most of the year. So, when it comes Some to... Some version of... Oh, facial hair it, yeah it comes and it goes um but i guess at the start of november when it came off i got a very big what have you done to yourself from <laughs> from my darling fiance um and i think seeing i'm quite a hairless person the yeah the growth that i get in a month is is a uh, i'm gonna say acceptable <laughs> so it's about it's about where you want it to be or expected it to be at this it's, point. I think it's slightly better than what I expected it to be because the last time that I tried to to judge the yep. uh, the thickness, the length, the quality of of hair, I think uh, <laughs> I th- yeah I I think it was a bit down on what I've got right now. So yeah. All right. And as you've said, you do rock and mow for most of the year. So this will continue post-Movember? Yeah, it, uh, it most definitely will continue until at least after the wedding because I've been told... Um, do That's not how you're meant the, to look. The, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. There's a, I think it's I th- for the electric buzz shaver that I trim everything yep. with. I think it's about... I think it's nine millimeters. That is the acceptable length. <laughs> Any shorter, and it's prickly, and oh, stay okay. away from me. <laughs> and I guess you've got to, um, you've got to follow your darling fiance's instructions, oh, yes. especially this close <laughs> to the wedding day. So, if you are someone that sports a mo most of the time, what is it about Movember that makes this month? And this fundraising cause something that you want to be a part of? Uh, a big thing is just awareness. So not so much the it's a it's a great thing the the fundraising and all the other things that come with Movember, yeah. but the biggest part is just the awareness and making sure that people are comfortable. Uh, feeling like they can speak up, making sure that people are feeling good and well and being able to talk. I think I agree. A big part of why I do 
Movember and have done it over the years is that awareness. And I think in terms of visibility, the Mo is something that people are being confronted with Mm. throughout Movember. And that awareness and the obviousness of the moustache is a big part of the visibility of the cause and then the awareness of the issues. This uh, is not your first Movember. No. How many times are we up to now? I can't remember what the website said, but I've done it more than what the website said. So I think it's my fourth attempt Yes. at, Nove- okay. at Movember, but I think successfully it's probably third because I don't think the first one was a... Was, I, that wasn't it was a good, not enough growth. No, I don't think that... <laughs> Well, now we have, for those without the growth, um, I interviewed Jay. He'll be on another episode of the podcast. Jay's big thing has been about Movember Move. Yeah, uh, he's all the not extra parts. Facial, he's not a facial hair grower, and so he's running 60Ks uh, across the month. Fair and effort. yeah. He's much fitter than I am, so I'm walking 60Ks. I thought yours was running 30, so he's, you're, you're walking 60Ks. Yes. Okay. Deliberately walking, not, you know, not just generally I'll walking. Walk, I'll accumulate 60 yeah. kilometers my of watch, my daily. My watch says I've done 3Ks today over the course of 12 hours. <laughs> I've deliberately walked, you know, extra walks. I've walked to the gym, I've walked to the train station instead of driven. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing that as well as growing, um, but... Jay has had a hair tint done on his top lip. That's how poor his mustache efforts are. But he, so he is doing the mustache. He has grown. And he's had to tint it because yes. it's... Okay. His mother, the beauty therapist, has <laughs> changed it from light blonde to slightly darker blonde. Okay. So people All can right. visibly see that he's doing November, as well as doing the running. So... Because um, we're not we're not very follically gifted in the colour, but yours you you've got much uh, a much thicker top lip than than what I do. Yes, it's it's because mine it's is okay. quite long, but it's not very noticeable until you realise how long it is. It's yeah, <laughs> not many strands of hair. It's just the the it length that makes up. It is interesting to see the difference in the moustaches. Some people by this time are the full. Chopper, Chopper read. yeah. Um, some people need their mum to tint it for them. <laughs> um, so have you noticed in the four years that you've been attempting a change in the organisation, in the charity, in the way that it runs Movember? Oh, big time. I've had, I reckon I've had more emails from Movember this year alone than I've had from the Movember organization the rest of the time that i've i feel the same i've been getting the notifications from the app yeah which i think is a big part of enabling the speed of the uploading of your pictures uploading of your movements uh, and accepting of donations so i think they they certainly have been taking a more active role to get people onto the fundraising and onto the awareness of what they're doing oh huge i this I'm pretty sure this is the first year of the app. Second, I think. So when uh, my first time of 
of doing it is when I signed up officially and to donate and to do anything, it was very much, you need to follow the link and go to the website and then put in all of this stuff. Whereas now it's much more autonomous and you can, it's one click and then you get through, you can share it on Facebook and all of your other socials and whatever. So, and then they've partnered up with a lot of other organizations. So certainly like, um, DD. Yeah. DD's got the ride. Yeah. And then there's, um, a motorcycle one that's called the distinguished gentleman. Right. So I've wanted to do that for the last few years, but my bike, um, you're not so distinguished. Well, <laughs> it's it's the type of bike that I currently have. So you've got to have a specific style. There are six specific criteria. Okay. You've yep. got to fit one of the six criteria. And my bike misses out by only a couple of years. Um, yep. And so if it was a different style bike, I'd still be able to go into it. But So the bike you own by this time next year? Well, that's I've been trying to convince <laughs> um, my darling fiancé to uh, let me get a bike that fits the criteria so that I can continue to, to raise money and raise yeah. the awareness. But um, yeah, it doesn't is... need to know that it's you know, the upgrade bike. Yeah. It's, it's, to, it's for it's, November. It's for my, yeah, that's all it yeah. is. But there's certainly more connections with other organizations oh, yeah. and there is a stronger and a push for people to be able to connect with the organization personally uh, more easily. And they're going, they're going hell for leather on the ads as well. So it's yeah. it's the big st- stuff going on between the sports and all the other ads going like I mean Mitchell Johnson on the cricket and the rest of the oh, cricket the huge team mo on the doing hole on the floor of the ground of the Gabba yeah so doing all of that stuff it's something that's a bit in your face but it's not in your face yelling at you all the time about this it's just yeah. it's there it's subtle but it's big and in your face. At well, the same and it, time. it's more about it's more about awareness of the organisation, and I think they're approaching it similarly to how I think we should approach the issue of mental health. Is not a you know screaming from the roof about yeah. it or forcing it down people's throats. It's just increasing the awareness, increasing the visibility, um, and people will just go along um, and accept it almost without. Realising. Mm. So attempt number four, what is it about Movember that makes it a cause that you keep coming back to? Uh, oh, it's something I can do and it's about raising awareness. So um, as you know and, and as other people that are close to me know, it's the, the male health is something that is close to me and it's not just male health it's just people's health in general I got asked uh, last year I think it was when I was advertising it at work saying hey donate I'm doing this I'm trying to raise awareness Uh, my boss also thanked me for shaving it at the start of the month and then I said oh it's growing back for the month and she goes oh no I hate that thing I'll give you money if you if you shave it (laughs) off afterwards Um, and so um when I was raising awareness at work, there, there were people asking, but is it only for, for men? And so 
I started rolling off the statistics and she's a very big, well, this woman who is speaking to me, yeah. not, not the boss that was actually donating. This, this other colleague was speaking to me going, oh, but um, does it include women? And I said, well, this is specifically for mental health. I'm doing yeah. it for the awareness of, of, of mental health for, for young males in particular. And I started rolling off statistics and I had on my desk, I put a poster up just hanging from my desk yeah. because it's a high traffic area right behind where I sit. Yeah. Um, and she was a bit taken back by how passionate I was about it. And having uh, people very close to me suffer from the black dog that is depression and and all of the other things that come with mental health and what it stands for of like your mo will save a bro whether yeah. it's just by the attention that you're bringing to it or the funds or whatever it is i mean i think this year my donations are pitiful compared to my last few years i think i'm i think i'm only in the double digits yeah, whereas, I'm not feeling that well either. Yeah, whereas last, the last few years, I almost like got up to, I, I aimed for $500, almost got up to $1,500 kind of thing. So it's not so much about how much I can raise in money. Mm. It's more about how much I can raise in, uh, not even raise in awareness, but try and break the stigma of... Well, and I think that... Awareness is that first step. And we're talking about the awareness of the cause in terms of their media efforts this year. And I think the awareness of the cause and the awareness of the issues is a big first step in breaking that stigma. And similarly, my fundraising efforts are very low this year. But at the end of the month, I'll have an eight-episode podcast. Mm. And it, that, it, that will be conversations about mental health. And it's there forever. And, it, and yeah. people, people look at it and they go, oh, that was interesting about what so-and-so said about whatever. And it and then creates another hear, conversation. Yeah, and people hear somebody talking about their issue and what they did and they might go, oh, if that person's done that, maybe I could do this or I connect with that um, and can understand more about how I'm feeling through listening to someone else talk about it or having more awareness of the mental health issues. So that that's, to me, as big a part as the money. Oh, I, rec- I think, personally, it's their main goal. I think the money is, is there to, once the people, re- once people realise that, oh, there's, there is an issue and owning up to it, that's where the money kicks in. But the first, yeah. the first step, is is admitting something's something's going on yeah. and 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 having the the guts and the grit and the balls to actually go well let's let's figure out why this is happening or what what's actually going on and having someone to talk to so speaking about talking about your feelings how are you feeling at the moment with a beer, it's fantastic. Uh, right, as of as of recent times, I'm feeling I'm feeling very well. Um, I'm I'm happy with what's going on. Earlier this year, I 
I wasn't feeling down in the dumps, but it was just that feeling of not knowing. Like it just it didn't feel right. Yes, and that so, something something is unsettled or something is unsettling me. Yeah, and I had no idea what it was. Yeah, um, and people were asking. Oh, people people I see on a daily basis at work were asking. Oh, like is everything all right? And yeah. as far as I knew, everything was fine. I had no idea what was going on. I personally felt that it was just like, I was like, man, I don't know. I'm just not feeling the same. Um, my fantastic wife-to-be, on the other hand, was going, what's going on? Yeah. And after doing a bit of reflection, like I, got, I stopped my usual habits. So I wasn't at footy training as much. I wasn't exercising as much. I wasn't seeing my mates. I was kind of thinking about things that I didn't usually worry about. So I was, and as you and other people that know me very well, I don't worry about things. I don't really, I don't really think about things and ponder them. Uh, It was, but at that point it was like, why, what's going on and so I, and it started getting me thinking and going around in that vicious cycle of what's going on why can't I figure this out all of that kind of stuff when I think I think that vague feeling that and I think that black dog analogy is is good in that sense something is hanging around mm. I'm not sure what it is you know, when I look around, a black dog is very hard to distinguish from whatever else is, is behind me. And so I think that vague sense of unease is something that is not often talked about in terms of mental health. I think people often think depression, you know, severe depression, suicidal, severe anxiety, unable to function, severe stress breakdown Mm. but that general feeling of unease as you've said can be the starting point yeah of a spiral onto any one of those things if you don't realize what's what it is and i didn't realize for ages that anything felt different yeah i was just yeah it's whatever i'm just going about my so i just got told i got a bit snappy every now and then and i was a bit short with people and they're like, it's not you, everything okay? And I, to me, I was just like, yeah, everything's fine. But if I didn't come up with the, oh, these things haven't gone right, let's try and do X, Y, and Z yep. to go back to my old routine. But I think as well, it's important. And if, if one of the benefits from being more open about mental health and related issues is that we will have people who will say... You're not quite yourself. Yeah. Like you had your fiance and you had a couple of people at work who was like, or there might have been people at the footy club like, Conrad, are you right? Like we haven't seen you on a Tuesday for a month now. And that ability to check in with people, I think will be a huge benefit that comes from an increased awareness and increased openness around Mm. mental Issues because if you'd pulled your hamstring one game, yeah, then they would understand that you're not at footy for four weeks. But 
if you'd played and you were playing fine and uninjured, then people would go, oh, what is he not here for? Something must be... Or if you didn't show up for four weeks and you did your hamstring, something's going wrong. Well, and... something's going wrong, <laughs> yeah. But you you get my attempted yeah, yeah, and non-sportsman and analogy. Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, looking at what's happened for me in the last 12 to 18 months, mum's mm. passed away. My brothers have gone through a fair bit of stuff. Yeah. Just... And... and all of the other things that come with life at the same time as your mum passing away very suddenly. And in the same time, dad had a cancer scare, had part of his prostate removed, you know, all of this kind of stuff. So the whole men's health, mental health stuff with us, it's very in our face. So it's, it ha- Yeah, it, it has been very close to you. Yeah. Over the recent months. And even before that, it was for, I mean, going back to the footy club stuff. In the last five years, and sorry, in the last 10 years, two of the blokes that I grew up playing footy with took their lives. Mm. And then another one that I've been playing footy with more recently tried to do the same luckily opened up and spoke to people and and now it's uh, it's open he's come to the club and and he's spoken about hard times and people realize and that's changed a bit talking about yeah giving people a bit of stick for what they're doing and why aren't you here and it's just open now of things aren't going too well so and so needs a bit of time and so People are accepting, they're more caring about it, and it's it's starting to come across. Do you think... Uh, so you think it has changed at your footy club? Or it's on, the, it's on the path of improvement? Because... I th- for us, yes. Purely because one of the one of the boys that took his life was the big, loud, brash bloke. Yep. So in a, in a sense, your club has taken a leap forward in this area, almost, almost been shocked forward. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. And so do you think that that's an area... Well, that's a really strong area that can really aggressively tackle this issue for blokes yep we've had several organizations come in and and do seminars and all of the small workshops we do it on a yearly basis yeah they come in and make sure you've got the people on your speed dial that you can call if you're feeling like absolute crap who are you going to call who are, the, who are the five people that you've mm. got on your list that you can just call and say, hi, I need a chat? That's great. Because I have, you know, and I talked in the episode with Jay a little bit about that in a sporting club sense. Um, and right from the top down, you know, we've just seen, again in the news today, was talk about Glenn Maxwell mm. having his break from playing cricket. And obviously, 
that's something that affects blokes all the way down in the sporting arena and without uh, sportsmen as well. So that's great that your club is essentially a little bit ahead um, and really working to tackle the issue. From another point of view, as an educational professional, um, how do you see, or what do you see as the biggest issue facing our young men in terms of their mental health? The biggest issue? Uh, they're, they're stubborn old folk that are in their life. Yep. Because until, as, as, as much as you want to be a good influence to them and as much as you're open with them you have the the conversations with them you see yeah you see them five days a week yep especially as a sec like secondary school they want to be those big tough blokes and no matter who tells them like it's okay to talk they're it's too ingrained. It takes, yeah, and it takes it takes a very very long time to try and get on that level with them, and and build that relationship to have them open up. And yet there are some of them. I mean, one of the guys that I've had for the last four years only now, it's taken four years for him mm. to open up and say stuff's not great, and it hasn't been for a very very long time. Do you see that? uh, Do you see that as changing in the near future? Well, where I am, uh, we're huge for the well-being aspect. Yep. And being part of that team that looks after the student well-being, it's it's something that I'm working on with the rest of my office to to make sure that it is changing and it's something I mean we've got a dedicated student well-being officer and a dedicated uh, youth worker so right. yeah and so one one focuses mainly on the safety of students at home the other one's working more so on how are you doing those, and, they're starting those conversations yeah yeah very much so and, and trying to engage them, whether it's them feeling no good, so they're refusing to come to school. And it's, I think on our part, we need to make sure that we're trying to flag it as early as possible. And the yeah. other staff members have been on top of it and they get it. Great. So if there is someone listening or a young man out there who isn't having the best time at the moment what would be your advice for them apart from just talk that can be the advice well that's the the big well don't be scared yeah don't be whether it's to admit that you feel something that isn't quite right or that you feel a bit off or that you just feel outright crap, don't be scared to admit it. Don't be scared to talk to someone. Don't be scared to say, hey, can you help me with something? Asking for help is not bad. And then vice versa, 
if you're the person that comes to them, or sorry, if you're the person that they come to, just be open to listening and just accept that one of your best mates or your brother or your cousin or whoever it is, someone that you work with might need to lean on you for a second because shit's not always the best. Yeah. Excellent. I think that is excellent advice. Don't be scared to take that first step, no matter in which direction, um, because once that first step is taken, um, as we know from experience, um, the next step is easier uh, to get us back onto a better path. Conrad, thank you for your time this evening. It's been great have a chat and if you don't know who to talk to contact Lee and then he'll give you my number and you can contact one of us alright that's that's it contact someone start with me and we can go from there that's it for my chat with Conrad for episode 4 of this series find out more about it at leecolehayhow.com that's where the blog and related articles are thank you again to the team at Odd Sox Entertainment for their production assistance find out more about them at oddsocksentertainment.com.au 